Hey everybody, Code Pen Radio number 385. Special guest Christopher Van Sant. What's up, Christopher? Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Good. You're coming at you. Just a longtime uh, uh, Code Pen community member, and over a hundred episodes ago, so I guess it was probably a couple years ago. We're on this show with with Marie. Yes. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've always loved your work and your community spirit. Back then, it was in the in the kind of the the heyday of like past the pen and some live collaboration stuff, which um, I'm not sure what the status is of now, but times have changed. Yeah, those were super fun. I definitely miss doing all of those. Maybe we can get another one going soon. Yeah, yeah, maybe. No pressure. I don't mean to drill you about that, but if we can help, we'd love to support it and all that stuff. But the, you know, the you know, you're a uh, uh, we can do something else this time. Like many guests in the past on the show, I was like, I, if you feel like putting together a collection of some of your favorites on CodePen, we can talk about some of those. So we can. Uh, we can get into those. That's pretty fun. You have a bunch of or a, a bunch of really good ones, and a couple of them in the in the like tens of thousands of views zone. A couple, <laughs> a couple of pens have really hit, which would be fun to ask about. Um, but what keep what keeps you busy these days? Otherwise, you're a, a freelance web developer, right? Yeah. Well, I actually so I was doing freelance for a little while, and just a few months ago, um, one of the companies that I was doing most of the freelance contract stuff for. Um, brought me on full-time as an official employee and stuff. So, yeah, I'm doing... Oh, was that welcome? At the... it, it was because it was, like, you get the benefits and all that um, and just a little bit more consistency with work and stuff. So with just, like, the times and the pandemic and all that, I was, like, happy to just have some more consistent work. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it's it's freelancing as a never. I never really did the. I only did agency work for a little while and never freelance because uh, I think it just you know, it, different people feel different ways about it. You know, and and certainly that inconsistency would. I don't yeah. know, not be a huge problem, <laughs> but it would like worry me just just a little bit. So I get the I get the decision making. And what do you like? What's the main project? I mean, you don't have to talk about it the details if you don't want to. But I'm no, curious. That's cool. Um, they so the company they mostly focus on um, like dental and orthodontic websites. Mm -hmm. um, so that's yeah their specialty, and so that's what I usually do is just build get like what a, a niche. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very very specific. So it's just like dentist sites, orthodontist sites. And that fun stuff. Very and is specific. it like word amount? It is very specific. So I'm curious if it's because. And then does does even like scheduling and stuff come into it, or is it more like not? Or do they use other established systems for that? And these are just like the websites for marketing and whatnot. Yeah, it's mostly for marketing. They do um, have like some scheduling tools um, that they're using, and they're growing with what they're doing. Um, but yeah, mostly like marketing kind of sites yeah. for like patients to go learn more about the stuff and all that good stuff. Fascinating. <laughs> oh, and is it like, is it, oh gosh, I have so many questions now. 
Just, I mean, because it, it does it does stand to reason that, like, sometimes you want a specialist. I mean, in a way, that's why you go to a dentist and not, like, a freelance, I clean, I'll clean any surface of your body. Just give me a, <laughs> give me a brush. You know, you're like, no, I'll go to an actual dentist. You, Somebody who's hiring a person to make a website, I could see why you might want to go with somebody who their whole existence is building websites for dentists. Because you'd be like, obviously, they yeah. have some experience and they aren't going to do it. But you Usually you hear specialists for, like, technologies, yeah. you know? Like, you'll hear, hire a WordPress agency or an Angular agency because they know that technology, not about what they're going to build with it, you know? Right. Yeah. So it's, like, they have to, I think a lot of people or a lot of practices come to them because they have, like, this whole database of content around, like, what? Oh, And, like, orthodontists, like, uh like Invisalign content or like something else like that they usually you'll like go to the dentist for or something braces content last time I was there I felt like I was I was even nervous to tell them because they obviously sell Invisalign I'm sure that's you know like whatever half of dentists do but I like did one of those self-service I did some competitor to it and I can't remember but I I feel like I was going to get scolded because I was like (laughs) Like, what? You didn't do Invisalign through us? You bastard. Uh, yeah, it was funny when I first started doing contract stuff with them. And then, like, you're just constantly looking at teeth because there's just, like, so many pictures of white <laughs> just, people. <laughs> just teeth everywhere. You're People's dreaming smiling. about teeth. Yeah, and I'm like, are my teeth okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, I'm just staring at, like, all these people smiling and their teeth and stuff. Oh my gosh. I've gotten used to it now, but at first I was like, oh my goodness. Don't judge me. Yeah. I brush brush twice a day. I even floss, I promise. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. And so, and and then does SEO come into it? Because obviously they, I I don't know, you'd think that that would be a big, a big ask, you know, like they're like, I want to be the number one dentist in Omaha, obviously. Yeah. So they have like on our team, we have folks that specialize in like SEO and all that fun stuff. Um, But I, like myself and the other developers, just kind of focus on just building the thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think that I would think that would matter a lot, and in a, in a way that I'm not used to. You know, when I used to, I don't know. It's not that I don't care about SEO, but certainly when I was doing CSS tricks too, I cared about SEO because I cared about the SEO like globally. Like mm-hmm. I want to do good for this keyword, whether you're coming from India or Canada or the Virgin Islands or whatever. I don't care. I just want to rate good for it. But a dentist in Omaha could care less about how their SEO is. In India, that's irrelevant to them. They want local SEO. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then it's funny, like, there's so many, like, dentists that have similar names to, like, what they named their practice and stuff. So I think having, like, the SEO be super specific for them, like, to help, you know, stand out and help yeah. people find them. You're like, don't go with Dr. Smith. It's not going to work well yeah. for you. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. All right, well, I'm glad things seem to be going. Oh, well, oh, okay, there. 
This episode of CodePen Radio is brought to you in part by Equinix. Equinix Metal's startup partner program helps early stage companies level up. Their experts work with startups like Genesis Go and Quemby to build their competitive edge with infrastructure. Equinix Metal provides real-time guidance and support to help startups grow faster with up to $100,000 in infrastructure credit, access to Equinix global ecosystem of over 10,000 customers and 1,800 networks. See why startups choose Equinix Metal. It's not just about the infrastructure, it's about the people behind it. Are you ready to go global? Visit metal.equinix slash startups, which the link will be in the show notes there, to take your startup to the next level. And thanks for the support. Let's get into this collection a little bit. Okay. Some faves, some faves here. Some of, as I go through this, there's ones I was hoping you'd include, like the... (laughs) Uh, the I, I don't know the people mover or whatever PPL MVR was like one that that one really blew up. I remember that a couple of years ago. It's like this band of people in like gorilla suits. I think yes. just jamming, and the animation on it is like so you, just very cool. It's just very unique, and <laughs> that there are these like line drawings mm-hmm. of them, but they're clearly made from parts, and each part of them is like independently animated and. I don't know. It's just a vibe, yo. It works. <laughs> yeah, that one. I love that one so much. Like, so we we went and saw um, this band called the Aquabats, and this band, People Mover, opened for them, and like they literally perform in those costumes, and so like their identities are just like super obscure, and so like as soon as they came on stage and like started playing their music, I was just in love with them (laughs) and so then I was just listening to their stuff on repeat and then saw like this art print that somebody had made um I think it's linked in the details right the original art print um but yeah so I was just like listening to their stuff on repeat and was like I have to make something and that's where that came from and then yeah I literally like traced the um painting or the art print an illustrator. I was so curious about that, right? Like you, you made these vectors. Yeah. So I traced the um, print and then, yeah, like broke each kind of thing into like, I think they're all like three separate sections. And then at least, yeah. And then animated all of those. Uh, Yeah. They're cool. Like some of them have scale, some of them have some rotation and stuff. Very detailed. And then like all great pens that I've d- discovered through talking with people and obviously like looking at lots of pens. There's always like a couple of little details to a great pen that are like a little bit above and beyond. That's like you could have stopped there and this pen still would have been awesome. But there's but there but wait, there's more. And to me the but wait there's more is the the cool star background that moves. Oh yeah. 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 Very classic. I love yeah, that one. That one, like one of their uh music videos has like the star like moving kind of animation in the background. So yeah. Ah, see, it's all different sources come yeah. together. Oh, that's awesome. So I guess the real lesson here is never skip the opening band, you know? No. Could, could change your life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. What's one of your favorites out of here? Oh, my goodness. 
there's... I mean, they all are because you put them in here, so... Yeah, there's so many. I... Let's see. I actually am really proud of the Grogu toggle because that... Uh, I've never yeah. made <laughs> a toggle. And, you know, toggles are so popular on Code Pen. Oh, certainly. Um... And There's that, just something almost like if you see a toggle on code pen, you're like, all right, what crazy thing is it gonna do? <laughs> yeah. So that one, like I had the idea for a while. Um, but I don't have like a ton of experience like making SVGs and like Illustrator. Um, so it took me like a long time to figure out how to Did you have to hand draw this one too? I yeah, like I didn't hand like trace in it. Uh, um, just you yeah. know, making little shapes and putting it all together. Um, but the hard part for me was trying to figure out since he like pops out and is like yeah. layered to like figure out how to layer all the little details of his. So crib. the thing is, like, this is his little yeah. It's a it's the, his little like floating crib thing mm -hmm. that he hangs out in, which was just amazing that that exists <laughs> at all in the world. But the way that it opens is like, it opens like a, I don't know, from the middle. Yeah. It's not like a lid, like a bread box or something. It like opens up like an eyeball would or something. So yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, that would be tricky for me too. Probably a lot of like <laughs> setting the transform origin correctly or something. I don't even know. Yeah. And just, yeah, like figuring out which things come first in the SVG to... Like, cause I think part of the crib, it's like kind of cut, and then I had yeah, to exactly. get him to like line up close so that he would be in front of the back, and his ears would overflow on the edge. Yeah, they gotta overflow. This would be half the pen if they didn't stick out <laughs> like big Grogu ears. I love that stuff when you have an idea and it's so like infectious that you're like, I I will figure out whatever it takes to get these stupid ears to pop up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And there's the little something extra here. Like his head, it like comes up and bobs a little bit too. Mm -hmm. Like it would have been cute if it if he just came up and you're like, oh, there's Grogu. But it doesn't stop there. You know, he does his little, little head movement <laughs> thing. But, and know? that's like one of my favorite things about Grogu is like the little like dog yeah. head turn thing. Yeah. That's the best. That's the best. And he's always so kind and does the right thing. And yes. then he'll just like eat an entire giant frog or something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's that's the best. Uh, what does the word Olivetti mean? <laughs> I see the pen and I it's a beautiful grid thing, but it feels like it's meaningful somehow. Yes, so that one oh, I love this one too. So it's a ad for Olivetti, however you pronounce that, typewriters. So they were oh. a, like a typewriter brand, I guess. Um, so this one is like one of the first ones that I did where I was like trying to do like a lot of responsive where it just like changes a lot um, when you scale right. the browser or even like playing with like view, uh, what is it, viewport height stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, so there's a link to the original ad um, and the details. And so I started with that and then just played with kind of breaking it down and resizing it, making it look yeah, different well, I'm, glad I'm, a, I'm on a fairly small laptop right now. And so if you look at the thumbnail of it, it's 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 like to me it 
evokes Swiss designer. Yeah. Everything's very like this is a grid and we're not afraid to show you the grid. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like there's big bold lines of it. Really cool colors to blacks yeah. and reds and greens. And then that's that's echoed in the the name of it too. But if you looked at the thumb and you opened it on a pretty small browser, you'd just see exactly what the thumbnail does. But there's yep. a certain like height of your browser window and it's like if it's taller than that, I think that's how it's set up. Then it's like, oh, but now you are you're granted full access to the ad. And the ad is really beautiful too. And that it it utilizes the grid but breaks it a little bit too. Mm-hmm. A little just really cool looking. It looks like a you'd be paging through like, I don't know, an old magazine or looking at sc- screen grabs of old magazines and it'd be like, Yep, that's how old ads used to look. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then if you scale like super small, so like the smallest you can go with and height, it literally is just the Olivetti. Oh, and, like, there's... nothing else. Whoa, that's, like, the most extreme <laughs> media query I've ever seen. Like, yeah. is, ti- is Tiny Little Baby? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. It shows you what's... Yeah, people don't, you know, we do so much boring day-to-day, like, the breakpoints are, you know, basically tablet and phone. But you're like, did you... Re- <laughs> Did you do super tiny or super big? I love that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, so these I just love playing with, like, all the vintage. Like, there's so many cool vintage ads that just when you look at them, like, scream, grid. Yeah. So I just... It's a Scream good... grid, and in this case, literally CSS grid yeah. was, the, was the tool of, of choice here. And I like the usage of text align justify, too. You don't get a chance to use that very much, but it it means the right edge of the text is like becomes a, I don't know, a line, too, in a way that like left, you know, ragged right doesn't. Very cool. Just a gorgeous ad. You know, that's, this is, it's, it means it's like of the web, you know, like it's beautiful. And any different configuration of it looks nice. But when it moves and morphs to any screen size, ooh, that's the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the web doing what it's good for. Yeah. And you do, I'll, I assume these dentist websites are, <laughs> are, are responsive too, right? Like that's they're, the world you live in. Yeah, they're responsive too. Obviously, since they're more, professional you don't get to be as fun and weird with some of the stuff unless it's like the pediatric websites are my favorite because those can get like really funky because if you go to like a pediatric dentistry there's always like animals or it's like ocean theme or like some kind of like creatures everywhere so those we get to be more creative with what we do my four-year-old daughter has gone two or three times now, you know, not that many. It's not, she's, it's a relatively young thing, yeah. but yeah, I hadn't thought that they have a kid-themed website just just for her or really for mom to look at yeah. and kind of verify <laughs> that it looks, it looks a certain way. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. I would love to make a, I don't know, a kid-focused website in that way and you, you get to use bright colors. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. We get to, and those ones I just love because we get to just do more animation and just really quirky things because they want it to be really playful versus like another site. They're like, we're super serious and like professional. And so you can't do as much weird stuff. Yeah, that's tricky. I like don't really want my dentist to be playful, really. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How interesting. Yeah, it reminds me. I got to look into the because we just got the bill for our pediatric <laughs> dentist the other day. And I was like, oh, that's right. I don't really have her on dental insurance on uh-huh. our plan at work, but maybe I should, you know, because I was like, oh, dang, is that what dentists cost? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dang. All right. Well, we might as well do some some other ones here. What, what's the... Uh, the lady beehive is fun because uh, speaking of grids, it's grid-like in that it uh, is hexagons, but certainly not a CSS grid. This is more SVG at work. Yeah. So this was one of the first, um, I think one of my first attempts at making an SVG, an illustrator. Um, mm-hmm. And I had zero clue like what I was doing, how to make all the things. And so I think if you actually were to like look at the SVG or somebody who's a true SVG expert were to look at the SVG code, they'd probably be like, that's such a mess. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you'd have to be a real snob, I think, to, yeah. to, to think that. But it, do, it does have that vibe, right? Like I just, I saved SVG out of Illustrator and copied it and pasted it in here. But guess what? It does perfectly. It looks exactly how you want it to look. So Yes. Yeah. So I love the little the little bees and like their little fluttery wings. Um, And this one, Steve Gardner did a wood laser cut print of this one. Oh, yeah. And so I have that now in our home. Um, So that one, this one's like super special because I just loved how it turned out. Like, yeah, I didn't know I could do that. Yeah, it looks beautiful. And there's some, uh, there's extra community involvement. That's great. And so, yeah, now that I literally have a tangible thing, like interpretation yeah. of it, just makes it even more special to yeah. me. The hair, the hairdo on the lady is like just the best. How it the alternates. <laughs> yeah, it's a beehive haircut. But it just, the way it's stylized looks so beautiful. And the fact that it's only done in two colors that kind of like alternate, mm-hmm. it's just really just a classy look to it, I'd say. <laughs> Thank so you. once in a while you get to do animation stuff, particularly on the on a website that's pediatric focused. You just get the green light more, or do you try to sell it once in a while? They just are the um, doctor for those are usually just more open to it. Um, so yeah, so they want it to be more unique and more playful and stuff to I guess evoke how children are more just carefree <laughs> and fun. Um, so yeah, usually we yeah, get, yeah. we can just do what we want with those um, and don't really have to ask too much permission, which is nice. Yeah, that's cool. I remember in my, I worked for Wufu back in the day and the lead designer, Kevin Hale, was his kind of like the shtick for the design of the website was to, it was a little risque of a choice at the time was to use bold reds and yellows and stuff. And he would say that it's like if Fisher-Price designed a form-building website, which in the end worked great because, it I don't know, somehow it hit the right chord or something like that this was okay to do and that people still trusted it and still used the result of it, even though it felt kid-like at the time because the competition was the exact opposite. The competition was really, I don't know, grays and blues Mm -hmm. and beiges and stuff like this is for business and it does important business things. 
and then to have Kevin come along and turn that all on its head and still have it click somehow is always pretty cool. So I don't know, maybe that's an open door for somebody out there to like, I don't know, it's tempting to use stock art of somebody's nice teeth. Yeah. But you can, I mean, don't turn it on its head and show gross teeth. That's not going to work. But there might be some like unexpected turns you can twist to capture people's attention. I don't know. I think it just makes it more human and relatable when you can add some just more fun stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it depends on what the what the vibe is, you know. Of all the dentists I've had in my life, I remember the one I had in Milwaukee, Wisconsin the most cuz I, I think the 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 dentist was like a young younger woman. Not that that necessarily d- d- demands her personality to button white, but she was a pretty fun person. And I think she hired fun people and then the uh-huh. vibe in there was very they went for the like I don't know, maybe this is a trend in dentistry or something, but like that it was a little bit like a spa and that oh, there'd be yeah. like chill music playing <laughs> and like, you know, like some of the chairs had little neck massagers built Ooh. to do that stuff. Like, hey, I why not? There. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and they'd always be laughing. And, yeah. So that brand you could pull it off on, whereas, yeah. you know, maybe some other brands you couldn't. So it depends on. Who's who's behind it all? Yeah, that's interesting stuff, though. Yeah, I think like lately there's been several that have been really into like the SVG like line drawing kind of oh, thing. Yeah. Um, so like we've been seeing that kind of come around with sites where they have like an illustration of something and they want to do the little line draw. Yeah, have it draw effect. itself. Yeah. Nice. And those nice. are usually for like those kinds of dentist office that you're talking about that just are that feel more pretty and like spa-like. Yeah. So what, and then what tech can you, you know, what what's the stack of, I don't know, let's say the most recent one you worked on? Uh, I mean, we mostly just use HTML, CSS, JavaScript. We do Ooh. everything in less. Um, yeah. But I think we're getting GSAP soon. Um, oh, so non-animation be... framework. That's cool. So there's no CMS necessarily. When you crack these pages together, they're just raw. It's the raw they tech. They have like their own, the company has like its own little CMS that they've custom built um, that everything's like built on top of. Oh, I see. Okay. So it uses uses some proprietary there, Yeah, there's like some like templating PHP stuff, um, but it's mostly yeah custom to the company. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, and then, and then, but so what choices do you have then if you're doing HTML and CSS and whatever JavaScript animation, can you, are they grid based or do you have to, are you still uh, thinking about <laughs> IE9 and stuff? Or is it, you know? Thankfully, there's not too much worry about IE anymore. Um, but, That's so good. We, I can imagine yeah. behind the desk, though, at a dentist office, if anybody's going to have an old PC still There's, kicking it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, we usually will check to make sure that certain stuff looks good in IE. Um, so we can do, like, Flexbox and Grid as long as, like, we have, like, a fallback for those. Because, yeah, there's still some offices that will have older clients or just people who might have older devices and stuff that you have to think about. Um, But now recently, yeah, we're getting to use like more of the new 
CSS stuff and just more new things in general compared to like when I started there several years ago, they kind of discouraged some of that. Um, so there was like a lot of just display mm. inline blocks, a lot of floats and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, there's always two things. There's like reality, like what do the users actually need? What are the expectations? And then like some middleman of like what your boss and the, you know, like what do, what do people think is necessary? Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky. And they're just, you know, kind of simple sites. So it's like you don't need really React or Vue or yeah. any of that. Like we use jQuery still. <laughs> And so, so, just classic. Whatever, it's just their, their classic content sites, yep. you know? I was almost excited that you didn't have any CMS at all. I was like, that would have been, <laughs> that been kind of cool, you know, or some really basic includes kind of setup or something. There are, yeah. I mean, we do have, like, the includes for our PHP. Um, yeah. So there's, like, some, like, templating and stuff going on. Um, yeah, but I see if you have this, if you have this, like, arsenal of content that builds yeah. pages for the site you probably do want actually probably do want some kind of cms so that's yeah. good <laughs> and, and it would be it just would be a different story if like it was like self-service appointment making or something and the website had to support anybody who could you know log into their account and then change when their appointments were or something yeah that's just kind of like different, but I, I don't know. Certainly, my dentist is like, you need to change something, you call, and yes. we'll change it. Yeah, <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of that, and there are like we do have. Um, I haven't ever seen the inside of this, but there is like a patient portal that people can go to to like mm -hmm. log in, um, and then they do have like a lot of there's a lot of plugins um, and like widgets for scheduling like that are for, I guess, the medical industry. Um, so we use like a lot of those to just plug in this little snippet. That's kind of nice, that, like, actually. Somebody else has done on the work for yeah. it, just use it. Yeah. And, yeah, you just plop in their little widget code and then a little button will be on the site for somebody to schedule appointments or something. Yeah, oh gosh, God bless you. <laughs> Scheduling, that's one little script away. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> Uh, there's you have a couple of pens in your favorites that are dealing with this kind of the CSS concept of like shape outside, isn't like being able to shape text mm -hmm. into shapes that aren't rectangles necessarily. Yes. So one of these is called just CSS shapes layout experience. It has some cheetahs at the top and kind of a GIF or video background kind of thing. Yeah. And then it's great. It's this off-kilter uh, triangle. And at the tip of it, the tip touches some text that then mimic that same shape, which is really striking looking. And to this day, despite this being not particularly new anymore, you just don't see it all that much. You don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I finally got to use Shape Outside on a recent site. Um, and I was so excited. And it was a similar, it was like a triangle shape. Um, not as like dramatic as this one. Um, but I think a lot of people either don't know that you can still do this or they're like, my site is super professional and this is too funky to do. Mm. So maybe yeah. it's like you need to have a more like artsy site or something. Or something, you know. I wonder if it, it invites it more, you know, without a CMS. Because, like, 
as soon as the CSMS is involved, and assuming it's kind of comprehensive and that it means that I can update whatever yes. on the site, the text that is, goes along with this is, like, very important. Yeah. So yep. if you were to just, like, dramatically change this text or put a, you know, a block quote in the middle of it or, you know, put an image in the middle of it or something that a CMS would allow, the chances of it turning out nicely like this are... Yeah. slim. I particularly like what's below the triangle, though, these little wavy columns. Uh-huh. That's probably the most interesting use of shape outside I've ever seen, maybe, is that, is it, but it's the same technology, really, underneath it, right? Shape outside and whatnot. Yep, it's still that. And then, like, how you are talking about um, earlier using the text align justify is, like, my All favorite right. thing with shape outside, because that is what will give you like the really smooth edges on both sides. Um, both sides, which are necessary yeah. here. It would look so weird otherwise, I think. Like some of these, I think, are like the more ideal, like the shape inside that I still dream of that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> yeah, there's only shape outside, right? Not yep. shape inside. So shape outside means like you got to float something and then yeah. the things fall against the float, whereas shape inside it would be like, just go in here. So I see this is this is paired a lot with you're also using clip path, like the cheetahs at the top and the like lightning bolt at the bottom. You can't, that's not, you have, in order to clip it like that, you got to use the very similar but different clip path. You know? Yes. And that's whenever I do um, like the shape outside stuff or like clip path using um, Firefox is my favorite because they have the path editor. Oh, so you, exactly. It's one of the reasons I yeah. pop open Firefox still. <laughs> no, no, not you know, anybody. I'm not trying to throw shade at Firefox. Firefox is great, but that that tool is amazing. That, it's the and, best. And yeah. then most of my demos with the shape outside, like I go in. And like literally move like the little points on the path to like get mm-hmm. it to line up like exactly how I want it. It's, yeah. it's so satisfying. It's so great. Yeah, I love how the and I like how ClipPath uses it actually uses you know you can use pixels or rems or ms or whatever too, but it's pretty common to use percentages because then if the whole size of the thing changes, like it'll scale along mm-hmm. with it, which just makes perfect sense. Whereas some of recent not like offset path or whatever in CSS is similar to all this, but it only supports the path syntax, which just uses like SVG like numbers that don't mm-hmm. have percentages or anything. It means they map to pixels, and I was like, ah, oh, this is so half baked. <laughs> They don't scale like ClipPath does. A nice little touch here is when you overlap the text over the images, you use a text shadow that's the, exactly the same color as the background color. It uh-huh. gives a little bit of a vintage look that I think is really cool. Yes, I think you can see, like, looking at all of my pens, there's definitely that vibe that I like going for. <laughs> Just, yeah. like, being super inspired by vintage stuff. Yeah, I guess you're right. Vintage for days here. I love it. And then is the, are the cheetah images have that red color naturally? Do you even remember? I don't want to put you on the spot so here, but or did, is that are, a filter or something? It's doing an, like the mask effect thing that um, Cassie Evans does a lot with like doing the two different GIFs. So there's yeah. like... Oh, there's two GIFs happening yeah. there. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, that's awesome. So it's like layering like one GIF on top of the other. 
kind of thing. So yeah. Oh man, that makes it twice as cool now. Because <laughs> yeah, she. I love like all her demos with that. So that I think is what inspired this one. Was like I want to do that, and like trying to figure out a way to combine that with like the shape outside and doing a kind of funky layout. Oh man, this is tricky, tricky. I love it. I didn't even notice that. Now I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> the cheetahs are a. Uh, if you just look at the GIF that you have uploaded to, you know, regular CodePen assets, it doesn't look anything like no. how it ends up. <laughs> Nothing at all. Oh, that's amazing. That makes it so much cooler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've kept you long enough. Thanks so much for taking time to talk yes. about what you're up to and what you're building and how things are going. I really appreciate it. That's yes, what we. Thank you for having me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My pleasure. So take care and I hope to see you soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Six zero three one eight.